and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight? I am doing great, Jeff. How are things for you? I am feeling relaxed tonight, which is perfect for the resort that we're going to talk about tonight. It's another installment of our resort series. Tonight, we're going to go back to where Disney Vacation Club began, and we're going to go to Disney's Old Key West. And you nailed it. It started with the name of Disney's Vacation Club Resort. It did not start with the name of Old Key West. These Disney Vacation Club resorts, you do not have to be a Disney Vacation Club member to stay there. But let's give us a little bit of history other than what I just said. If there's any other information that you have, any dates or anything like that you want to throw out. And then we'll break it down for everybody. You bet. And so some of you may keep hearing us use that term Disney Vacation Club and wonder exactly what it is. How do you get in the club? Disney Vacation Club was Disney's slant on a timeshare. It is a unique timeshare program, and they consider it a club. And it opened its doors in December 20th, 1991. This was their very first resort. I think they weren't sure what would turn out to be the popularity of this vacation club. And so they just gave it that real generic name. Five years later, when they saw how popular it was, and they were ready to add other resorts to the collection. In January 1996, it became renamed Disney's Old Key West Resort. The fact that it was the first vacation club resort will lead me into, you know, the first bit of questioning about the rooms. You know, what are we seeing in these rooms that maybe we don't see somewhere else? Again, it was their first bite at this apple. So talk to us about, you know, who this might be for you know, before we even get into any specifics about what the resort looks for, I guess that's the leading question that we have every time. Who is this resort for? It's for people who want that relaxed look and feel, obviously modeled after Key West in the Florida Keys. And their tagline is, it's your home away from home. So they're not standard rooms. They're trying to promote that homey feeling Many people who stay at the Vacation Club do significantly less theme park time than others. And so they were trying to see what was the right mix for this resort. And what they did is they gave it the absolute largest regular rooms you will find anywhere on property. The resort rooms are massive. And they figured out quickly, we've talked about before, that it's real estate and so the square footage is key. This one has huge square footage with a smaller price tag. And we've seen them tweak that square footage down everywhere since. So if you like your space, this is the spot for you. I will also say too, though, that, you know, and you and I have talked about this because if you're not aware, there are no elevators at these different hotels that they have here. It's a, it's an incredibly spread out property, but it, it, it's not the type of thing where if you're somebody that requires an elevator, that this, this may be one you sit out, right? I mean, that that's a reality. That's a reality. And that goes back to Disney being a storyteller. Key West thematically did not have elevators. So that's what they imagineered and different from most other resorts. Again, they would go in for that 
Key West feel, there's not all these long hallways or walkways. There's a set of stairs and it's shared by typically three to five rooms at most. All these individual stairwells, you don't walk all, you know, climb up to second floor and then walk all the way along. You're gonna walk on the ground floor to get to where you wanna be and then head up. And I know that somebody's listening to this and saying they're wrong, there are elevators in these buildings. There are elevators in the last few buildings to be built called the hospitality house area. And those buildings specifically can only go to Disney Vacation Club members. So if you're booking with our agency or working with any travel agent or hopping on the Disney website yourself for some strange reason and booking, <laughs> you will never get a building with an elevator. Those are not in the main public inventory. As a Disney Vacation Club owner, you know, many people request that area. So it's not the type of thing that on a hope and a prayer would ever become available because clearly they're very popular. But we did say that it's spread out. So let's talk about something that directly is impacted as a result of that. Let's talk about transportation. So it is a large resort. There are 49 buildings. So let's put that in comparison. If you listen to our Saratoga Springs Resort episode, I talked about how big that was and all the pros and cons of being big. That has 18 buildings. This has 49. So again, it's for people who are looking for the resort as a main part of their vacation. If you're somebody who's rope dropping and staying till they kick you out of each park, this may not be the spot for you. It's a beautiful resort, but again, it's that transportation where you're going to need an internal bus to get to the lobby, to get to some of the food offerings. It's so large. We'll talk about recreation in a minute, but they actually put in a second theme pool and a second quick service location because too many people said it's too difficult to get all the way around. So buses internally, buses to all four theme parks, water parks, and mini golf but that nice option of the boat over to Disney Springs. One of the things that I love about this resort, and if this is you and you're hearing this, I promise you, you're going to love it too. It feels like you are in the keys when you're at this resort. It feels slower. It feels like it's an opportunity for you to take a breath and recognize that you're on vacation. It is so incredibly serene just and relaxed just to be at this resort down to the music that gets played at the pool area. You're going to hear Jimmy Buffett nonstop. So if that's not your thing, then you don't really want to be there. But if it is, it just relaxes you. And you know, you wait, you're waiting online to take that boat that you just mentioned over to the Springs and you just can't help but say, ah, I could really use just a, a pina colada right now and just kind of kick my feet up and relax. It is absolutely Speaking to what you said, a place where people can go and just take a breath and calm down and then focus your energy for the vacation. So if that's something that you're interested in, this resort has that. It is absolutely that. And sometimes in Walt Disney World, that's hard to find. I think this resort nails it. It's definitely a step out of the theme parks, that quieter. And 
many of the buildings look onto a golf course. So if that's for you, it's a great view as well. Okay, so we're going to talk about the rooms right now. But before we do that, uh, I just did want to mention that you know when we talk about a Disney Vacation Club resort that that show is sponsored by DVCnews.com. For more than a decade, DVC News has provided the latest news and information regarding the Disney Vacation Club timeshare program and its member resorts. Visit them at DVCnews.com where you can sign up for their email newsletter or look for them at Facebook.com forward slash DVCnews or Twitter.com forward slash DVCnews. Okay, it's time for the rooms. So let's break down the rooms for everybody. You bet. So we've got four options. We start with the studio, similar to a hotel room. They're going to sleep four, but the difference between a studio and a hotel room is the little wet bar area. So you gain a microwave, a toaster, and an extra small sink. Then we've got a one bedroom. And again, these are massive. The one bedrooms here, it's a bedroom plus a living room with the pull-out couch in the living room. And the living room has this big island in the kitchen. Really homey feeling and spacious. Mm -hmm. You're going to have that full kitchen, everything from a full-size refrigerator freezer, a cooktop, a microwave, a dishwasher. It's going to come with dishes and utensils and pots and pans. So if you're not doing all theme parks and you want some extra time in the room, maybe you've got people with a lot of food sensitivities and you want to do some of your own food. Those kitchens are great. Or, also, or maybe to be fair, <laughs> Sandy, maybe you don't want to spend that kind of money at every meal, right? Having the full kitchen is sometimes a, a tremendous upside that you may spend a little bit more for on, on the front end, but you'll definitely can benefit for it on the back end. Most definitely. And sometimes for us, it's even just breakfast. Everybody's up and ready to eat at a different time. Yep. We'll save that big meal for in the park at dinner time, but it leaves a lot of options. Whoever wants their cereal grabs it. Whoever wants to make pancakes can, and you're good to go. Okay. Go and ahead. one of the things I love about the villas, the one bedroom and higher, all come with a full-size washer dryer right in your room. So super convenient. And we had talked about that before on a previous show where people think that we're crazy, but both you and I are big fans of the laundry on property. I am. And again, I'm not somebody who needs to babysit my laundry. I'm okay throwing it into the washer as we're headed out the door, throwing it into the dryer in the evening or the next morning as we're headed out the door. As a mom, to me, there is nothing worse than ending your vacation coming home with three suitcases full of dirty laundry. Welcome home, Sandy. Now do seven loads of laundry today. <laughs> it's just so much easier for me to do them one at a time as we go. And for those of you who are on an airline that charges for baggage, who's going to know if you use the same t-shirt later in the week and you've washed it in the same shorts? So it can also cut down on all of that extra luggage for you. It's a nice feature. All right, we digress. We digress into laundry, as we sometimes can do. What else about the rooms? We go then to a two-bedroom. Two bedrooms and a living room, and that studio and one bedroom fit together to make that two-bedroom. And then if you have 11 other people in your life that you really like, <laughs> maybe that's why there aren't so many of these kind of rooms on yeah, property. It has 11 true. people that they like to live with for a whole week. The Grand Villas. Three bedrooms, three bathrooms, living room, dining room, full kitchen. I will say we did one for my dad's retirement. 
Um, a lot of fun, great way to bring everybody together and really have that space. Again, as we've talked about before, don't look at the Grand Villa as the vacation home that saves money because it sleeps lots of people. You could definitely get five, six, or seven studios for that cost of the Grand Villa. But it is grand and something everybody should experience at least once. Yeah, I think it's a very specific desire within a vacation, right? It's not it's not necessarily about the savings, but if that's something you want to experience, as you said, it's cool. I've done it. I think it's I think it's it's worth doing if it meets the standard of the, what your party is for that particular. And trip. I think what I have found is it works well when there's people traveling with very young children or with much older people. Yep. The young kids are doing early bedtime, but everybody can gather in the living room after the kids are asleep and you can still have that family time. Or again, you have older people or people who aren't park people. You have that gathering space. And I think both of those uh, demographics that you spoke of, people with young children and people traveling with, with older guests, the, the larger size of the rooms in this resort you know, works well for both parties too. So you mentioned that I did want to, I did want to point that out. Um, all right. So let's talk about the dining options, the food options at this particular resort. I had mentioned waiting online for the boat, wanting a margarita, wanting a pina colada. The good news is there is a spot right there, the gurgling suitcase that you can go ahead and grab that. If you, if you're very quick at drinking, you might be able to get it down before the boat arrives, but talk to us about the couple of food options that are at this resort. You bet. And again, because the rooms, with the exception of the studios, have full kitchens, there are less dining options here. But great news, you're also just that boat ride away from Disney Springs. Olivia's is their sit-down dining. And I've actually gone there a bunch of times for breakfast. Yeah. They make a banana bread French toast that is just awesome. And I would say that the feel of Olivia's, and I'm going to show how old I am now, is very Mayberry-like. You are quickly welcomed. It's a smaller restaurant and everybody is talking to other people. The wait staff is super friendly there. It's a great spot. Three meals a day, they are open with very home style kind of things that you might be looking for. Well, and you talk about theming too. When you walk into Olivia's, you, you see pictures of families that have, that have stayed at Old Key West. Maybe it's their home resort. Maybe they just really enjoy Olivia's and they sent their pictures to Olivia's to hang on the wall. So when you walk in, you see some of these pictures from decades of people that, that call this resort and this particular restaurant home. It is an awesome option that way. All right. So that's the sit down option, right? I agree with you with breakfast. I think it's a home run. What else do they have to eat? As you said, they've got the gurgling suitcase. It's got those spirits and a couple of snacky light bites. Also by the pools, you'll find good food to go and turtle shack poolside snacks. Your pretty basics that you're looking for, the refillable mug station, some sandwiches, some burgers, some lighter fare, general. This is not a spot to go for your great cuisine. It's your quick bites and it really fills the need there. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and I think your point is well made that you are a boat ride away from the fifth gate, as I call it, but the really the only gate for dining, that just the plethora of dining options available to you, just a boat ride away to the Springs. Uh, and it's a really nice boat ride. My kids, my wife, we really enjoy it. So 
don't well, don't a discount good spot it. to do round trip if you've got one of those little ones that doesn't want to sleep they all <laughs> seem to go that motion yeah no argument there that that's definitely happened in in, in my life a couple of times uh, let's move on to recreation. What are the, the types of things, a lot, as we said, very, very large resort. So what are the things that are available for us recreation-wise? I think because it has all of that space, and again, because it was concepted for people that want to be at Disney but want that home away from home, we find a lot more recreation than some of our other places. Um, two main theme pools. So we've said there's only two resorts that have that big theme pool, and what do we mean by a theme pool? That's where you're going to find your most deck chairs, your intricate design, your big slide. That's the cool spot to hang out. Again, a large resort, and most of our resorts on property have this, they have several smaller quiet pools, as we call them. They're perfect for being close to your building and a quick dip in the pool. They're simple rectangles. They do the job, but if you are spending hours and your kids want that, extra excitement, you're going to want to head to the two theme pools and they really space them out. One is at the front of the resort, one is at the back of the resort. So hopefully you've got one close to you. As I mentioned earlier, it's on a golf course. So one of the many golf courses at Disney. And then here's where we get into some of the real extras. Basketball courts, tennis courts that are even lit for at night. So maybe a great option when you're there, those winter months where the parks close earlier nighttime tennis, volleyball. They've got fishing, movies under the stars, jogging trails, Surrey bike rental. And again, because of the size of the resort, they've got two game rooms. So hopefully again, you can be close to something without having to take that internal bus to get to where you want to go. One of the things, and and as listeners of the show, and Sandy, you definitely know as, as we've known each other for a long time, that you mentioned here with the jogging trail, it's the type of thing that even if you're not on the jogging trail, the resort is so large that you can just kind of jog through the resort and get a nice run in. This is something that is close to Saratoga Springs. My wife and I have been known to run from one to the other and around and and, and there's plenty of areas to explore if you are somebody that needs to get a run in or if you're somebody that wants to take you know, a bike for a ride, that type of thing, whether you brought it or you've rented it. It, it's a it's a nice feature for this resort. Um, it is. And I was just going to say, don't get us in trouble here, Jeff. <laughs> we know when Disney does some awesome events. And one of the really unique things that you might want to take notice of if you're curious and not sure if I'm honestly telling you the truth here, when you're driving around Disney property, you will notice that there is no shoulder. And that's because they don't want people out running on the road. Correct. So... As Jeff said, the resort is large. There's lots of spots to run. There's the running path, but please don't go heading out onto the roadways or trying to do one of those Run Disney paths. I know the first and last Run Disney event that I did, I thought if I could do a practice run on the course, I would feel better. But you can't go running down no. their main highways. No, that's definitely not an option. But you will, if once you get to this resort, you will see that there, there are footpaths that can take you uh, towards Disney Springs, if you're if you're very interested in walking it, you know you, you can actually get there, and so you can find yourself by the the Treehouse Villas that we mentioned at Saratoga. So there's a number of ways that you can end up on foot in different places there. Um, what other rec- is there anything else recreation wise that we missed? I think 
think the last thing we didn't talk about was a shuffleboard court. So just that good old fashioned fun. I think as old as shuffleboard is, if your family hasn't done it, it's definitely something every child should do at least once. Well, I, I do really believe that this is a resort, like I said earlier, that it, it's a place where if you're not looking for an insanely packed, busy, crazy experience and you just want to go and spend time with family, maybe take a couple of boat rides, you're not pressed for time. I think this is a really, really great option. You laid out the rooms for us really great. Anything else you want to mention tonight before we call it a show? I think you nailed it with that as well. One of the things about larger resorts is they tend to have that quieter feel because the people are much more spread out. So it's a great opportunity if you've got some people in your family, maybe you're doing an extended family trip and not everybody's a Disney person, as we like to say. This resort really, as Jeff alluded to in the beginning, gives you that step back and if you didn't notice a couple of the hidden Mickeys in the bedrooms, you might not even know you're on Disney property with this resort. So it's a great way to get all of that Disney style and service, but have a little bit of break from the theming. Well, Sandy, thank you for taking the time to examine this resort for us uh, this evening. My pleasure. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Tiz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories. <laughs>